guys, and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. I'm Eden Strader, your host. Whether you're new here, whether you have been around for the last two and a half years, welcome, welcome back. I'm so excited to have you here. This is That's My Personal Business, the podcast where we talk about all things personal, all things business, all things in between. It is rooted in, you know, the discussion that we have in the industry often that our personal lives and our businesses are so intertwined, but we never really talk about why or how or what that looks like. And so if you guys are new here, I always prompt people to go back and listen to episode one where I talk about my marriage and divorce and how that influenced and grew and, you know, impacted my business, what that looked like for me as a wedding photographer to get divorced, all of that good stuff. And we have guests, we have personal episodes, we have business episodes. So if you've been here for a while, thank you. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here. If you're new, I hope you'll stick around for a while. Um, It is the end of October. This has been the craziest month ever, which I know if you're listening, honestly, it probably has been for you too, because that means you're creative in, you know, a similar industry or the same industry. And October is always, why is October always so wild for all of us? I literally thought it would be like somewhat chill this year since I'm not a wedding photographer anymore. Absolutely not. It was sheer chaos. Um, Just finished up with Bridal Fashion Week, which was absolutely fucking amazing. It's has always been like a lifelong dream of mine to shoot bridal editorial. And it was one of those things that I was like, I don't know if it'll ever happen. And I also just like, honestly, haven't really been pushing for it too hard. Um, just because things have been so busy and also just amazing in my own business that I just kind of had it as this thing in the back of my brain that was like, wow, I hope one day I manifest this. I hope one day it happens. Um, all of my like passion projects with photography are like, they're very often bridal editorial based. And Literally, without really even trying, um, I my friend Natalie with Vibe House, who was amazing, she did my brand video last year, contacted me, um, and we shot Made with Loves, um, new New York capsule and their event, and it was just absolutely amazing. They're such an incredible team, and it was just such an honor to work with like such incredible creatives on what is quite literally my dream job. Um, and so just feeling really grateful. Um, and it also was just a, such a reminder of, I don't know if you guys are into human design. Um, if you are not, I recommend looking into it if you like woo woo stuff, but I'm a generator and that means that you're supposed to just like let things, one of the principles of being a generator is just that you're supposed to let things come to you. Um, which can be really hard for me. I love getting up and, you know, making things happen. And so it can sometimes be a little hard to be like, let me see what comes to me. And I feel like this was the perfect example of something just coming to me that I didn't like have to you know like I've worked really really hard for aspects of my career and I would actually argue most of my career has been just a result of me hustling and trying really really hard and like putting in the work and it was cool to see something that just kind of came um so feeling really grateful and tired after New York City um bridal fashion week it was wild I'm excited for April um I'm hoping you know we can sign a bit more things the week before that as well we had the system strategy and soul launch which just went absolutely amazingly it has been so rewarding to see so many of you diving into that course and just changing your business um there was a lot of you that were feeling super overwhelmed with work right now and so I recommended just diving into systems before diving into anything else so that you could get things organized and feeling good and it was just amazing to see creatives immediately release so much stress around their business and like the most common piece of feedback was like it literally felt like my brain was scrambled eggs and now it all feels organized and that just makes me so so happy so if you missed out on SSS when it first launched a couple weeks ago make sure you're on our email list so you can get in on the next round um this week we are reopening two spots for marketing consultations um we first launched these a couple months ago 
But basically what they are is a completely new approach to coaching to take all of the work off of your plate. You will send over information in regards to your business and I will be creating custom and personalized marketing plans for you on how to move your business forward. And then you get to add on the option of a VA for our team to implement it for you. The whole idea is that we can move your business forward without you having to take on any more work and just getting to stay in your lane of genius. So we have two spots open for that. We're very particular on who we bring into these. Um, containers. So if you are wanting to better your marketing, better your marketing efforts, your strategy, but you also just don't want to deal with the time of that, you don't want to take it on, you're looking to let experts implement it for you, marketing consultations there for you. So we'll link that for you in uh, the show notes below. But yeah, just feeling really exciting, um, excited. October has been an amazing month and I'm trying really hard to just like sit with it and appreciate it and soak it in because I think sometimes as as business owners and creative entrepreneurs, we're just so focused on like moving things forward, growing the business, scaling the business that we forget to realize how far we've come. And we just hired on a new team member. I now have a team of two girls and myself. So a team of three, um, an all woman team in New York city. And like, that's amazing. That's so cool. And I just feel really grateful and honored and excited and just like, I'm trying really hard to just sit with it and be like, that's fucking cool that I have like grown like my business into that. I was just like a 20 year old, you know, like little dorky, like Mormon wife (laughs) who just wanted to do photography. And now I live in my dream city, New York City. I have a beautiful life here. I'm growing my team. It's an all woman team. I don't know. It's just feeling really, really cool and amazing. And I'm just really, really excited to see where this alignment takes us. So I don't know, feeling excited. I want you guys to sit with your own business for a while. Let that be my little prompt for you before we dive into today's episode that like sit with your business and see how far you've taken it even if it's just that you just got started like how fucking cool is it that you even got started at all like that's so cool a lot of people don't have the courage to do that and you should be so proud of yourself please take the time to celebrate and soak in every single moment every single step don't be comparing it to where you want to be or where someone else is everyone's been where you are now and so really just look at your own journey and soak that up because it is so so cool anyway that is my rant for today I'm not going to blab too much because we have an amazing interview today with Haley Nord. Haley Nord is one of my favorite photographers. She's from Utah. So we met like years and years and years ago through the industry. And she is one of those photographers where I met her and I was like, you are exactly who I thought you would be, which is I, I love meeting creatives that I know off the internet and being like, you are exactly who I thought you would be because your brand is that on point and that strong and you're clearly so aligned with who you are and what you bring to the table in your business. Like it just makes me so happy and Haley is one of them. And Haley is actually an example that I use really often in my coaching because she is an introvert through and through. She photographs a very specific niche and um, she does it amazingly. She does it super successfully. She is such an example of the idea that you don't have to be a certain way or be a certain person in order to find success. She's so introverted. Like I didn't even know what she looked like until I met her. And I don't think I would have known what she looked like until I met her because she just doesn't. She approaches her social media and her marketing in a really introverted way. And I think it's so cool. And so I'm so excited for you guys to learn from her, um, to hear more about her story, about how she runs her business, how she has run her business like her. She is incredible. Her knowledge is so, so valuable. So I'm so glad we got to have her on the podcast 
podcast. So I'm going to stop blabbing for you guys. Let's dive in with Haley. You guys are going to be obsessed with her. I know I am. And yeah, let's get to it. Hello, hello, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited because we have Haley Nord on the podcast today. Hi, Haley. Hello, Eden. Hi, everybody. Oh, my God. I I know we just talked about this pre-introduction, but I'm so excited to have you on. I literally haven't seen you in years. And we were chatting about like what guests to bring on the podcast. And I was like, I need to have Haley on here because I'm obsessed with you, the way that you run your business, your work, all of it. And so I'm really excited for everyone to get to know you. So thanks for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to like, I'm a listener of the podcast. So excited to be here. (laughs) that's such an honor I'm like that makes me cry um tell us I'm like oh my god I'm trying to think of when it was that I met you at photo native was that like 2017 I think it was 20 yeah what is time these days you know but yeah I think 2017 okay cool I'm like it was a long time ago um and you'd been in business for at least a minute can you tell us a little bit about like when you started how you started all of that good stuff yeah, so I've been full-time for eight years um, as of this summer, and my business initially was really focused, as a lot of us that start in Utah, I was shooting a lot of like very um, just big religious weddings, and then I moved to what I thought was the absolute ideal job of being a destination photographer, and then after about two or three years of just being on the plane constantly just totally burnt out so that's when I shifted my business to be like what it is now okay cool and when did that shift kind of first take place luckily for me like beginning of 2019 oh we love that yeah right in just in time (laughs) yeah amazing and like what what was the beginning of your career? Like I'm okay. So one of the things, like I said, that I would love to talk to you about is when I met you, I feel like even though you were probably doing destination weddings, then when I met you, huh? Yes. Um, I remember you having like a very quiet and calming presence on the internet. And when I met you in person, Mm -hmm. you were exactly what I thought you would be, which is my favorite thing (laughs) with like business owners is when like they've brought themselves into their business so much that like you get to know them even though you don't um because I think it's always really drawing when you meet someone and you're like you're not what I thought you would be like based on your brand um what was shooting big weddings like that for you because you are I'm like I feel like I've self-diagnosed you as an introvert (laughs) but are, are you I shouldn't have just like made that assumption yeah, well, it's pretty easy to make that assumption. You are correct. And it's been on my mind since you guys emailed me like, yep, my face has not been on Instagram one time. So yes, you're definitely right. But uh, I think for me, when I was shooting those bigger weddings, I just loved carving out all of this time to just be with the couples. And I was finding that really rewarding. And then also planning like, engagement shoots that were really developed around how they like to spend their time so I think that was where the seed was kind of being planted but I would leave a wedding day just so exhausted any introverts listening will like know that experience and it felt like it just took days to recharge and at the end of the day like while I am proud of the work I was making I don't think that I was like showing up as my best self for my clients that makes sense was that like a another part of you kind of transitioning to elopements or do you feel like it was mostly motivated by travel 
both definitely <laughs> yeah I think there's like a few pieces that and then also and I'm sure we'll get into this but I felt like my sense of place where I was physically working with my couples was really changing how my couples were behaving in front of the camera and then also like both of our connections to the photos so mm. it was just like this perfect storm of things where it really made sense to shift my business in that direction I love that. So when you started elopements instead of weddings, what was that process kind of like? Because when I think of like you now and I think of your work and whenever I, I actually use you hope this is okay. As an example all the time (laughs) to my clients about like you being your brand is because like, when I think of you, I think of like being intentional and like being quiet, but impactful. And I think of the desert and Mm -hmm. that's what your work reminds me of as well. Like when I see your work, I think of those three things. Um, was that what it was like in the beginning when you made that transition or what was that process kind of like? Um, shocker. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I think it's really important for people to know this part of elopements and I'm glad this is more in the conversation, but initially I thought elopements were people who had less of a budget. So I didn't know business-wise how I was going to make it work. And that was true. Like the first elopement I happily shot for $400, even though I was charging way more than that for weddings, because I just wanted to see if that experience was actually what I wanted. So in the beginning, that like ideal client I had created with my business up until that point didn't immediately translate to elopements. So it took time and branding and marketing and all of Mm -hmm. that to really shift towards what that looks like today. Yeah. I would love to learn what that looked like for you because Mm -hmm. again, I don't want to like beat it on horse, but like what I (laughs) love about you and your marketing and your brand is that it is so quiet. And I think you're like the perfect example of a business working regardless of what your personality type is, because I feel like I talk to a lot of people where they're like, well, unless I'm, you know, like yelling or dancing on TikTok, <laughs> like, <I'm>, <laughs> yeah, no, like you're the last person I can see doing that. And I always try to explain that to people, but it's hard to believe until they can see it. And so you're always one of the examples I choose. Cause I'm like, you can scroll forever and it'll take you a while to figure out what Haley even looks like. Um, <laughs> and you've ran this incredibly successful elopement business. So what does she showing up and marketing and branding look for you look like for you when you are a bit more reserved or a bit more introverted like how did you tailor this to your work for your personality when you know we do exist in a market and like an industry and a social media online sphere right now that is very like show up be loud talk to us mm-hmm. all the time <laughs> you've done so well at not doing those things and I love it yeah well thank you for all the sweet words I'm just beaming oh my gosh <laughs> but... yes I'm your biggest fan it's totally fine <laughs> Thank you, Edith. Same. (laughs) Well, I think like step number one for me, and I don't know if every introvert comes with this baggage, but I always looked at it as a curse, especially in business. And I read like the introverts Bible, which is quiet by I think it's Susan Kane is her name. And just unpacking that like, a lot of great artists or politicians or whatever, like are people who have this kind of quiet way of showing up in the world. And this idea that sometimes that even makes people more interested. And for me, it just came down to really showing up online in a way that was like, so me, and maybe people would resonate with it, maybe it wouldn't. So like a small example of that is, I'm like crazy passionate about plants 
pollinators. Like it's a very niche random thing. And I post about it all the time. And my, like I had a client last year say, I cannot believe I'm talking to my wedding photographer about desert zeroscaping. You know, like you would be so surprised with the things that you put out that feel really natural to you, how it just perfectly draws in like people that you would naturally really enjoy spending time with. I love that. And I think that's such an example too of like your ideal clients are just a reflection of you. Like you're just Mm -hmm. getting to hang out with people that you probably would like naturally connect with in the real world anyway, which is me. I'm like, I love the idea that you guys were just talking about plants. It's so cute. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that that like is the move for everybody, but it's definitely worked for me. And I was really like concerned about losing that as I move more into the luxury market. But there's like people willing to like pay those rates that also love plants, right? Like all these things that are kind of universal interests with people, like I think transcend things like markets. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I think too, it's like bit of a mindset shift for a lot of people that like Mm -hmm. you have to lose certain aspects of human beings to budgets when in reality there's like someone there's tons of people that have different budgets but they're the same type of person like yes there will be personality types that you love that have a lower budget but there will be ones that have a higher budget as well like elopements don't have to be this $400 investment level like you're saying which I'm like I'm sure you don't even charge that for a session so I'm like yeah so (laughs) it is funny what we like convince ourselves is possible when we like want to make a shift in our business 100% and that's something I get so fired up about this topic like pricing especially with like women-owned businesses because I think there's just all of these blocks that are put in place and that's one I encounter with people like when I'm mentoring people a lot is they Mm. feel like the kind of people they want to work with have a certain budget so yeah how did you kind of learn that lesson for yourself because they know that you mentioned yeah that you charge like $400 happily for the first (laughs) one so like yeah (laughs) what was that kind of like process and progression like to go from a $400 elopement to now shooting like luxury elopements at a high budget? Yeah, well, slow and steady was a big part of it. But just having a really specific plan about what that was going to look like. So for me, that was knowing that, okay, every four bookings, my rates are going to go up X amount, like having a, a smart pricing structure in that way. And then eventually I got to a point where I realized the market could sustain what my big goal was that I thought was going to be years down the road. And I always encourage people to try this, like just raise your rates dramatically, like where you think they really should be and see what happens. Mm. And if the market can't sustain that, whether it has to do with like your work or your marketing or whatever, then you can bring them back down. Like there's no shame in that either. Like I adjusted my pricing in a similar way during COVID because that's what the market was telling me. So I, I think we get really attached to what our pricing is, but yeah, there's like room for fluidity in that. Yeah. I think also like, I always remember someone gave me the advice at the beginning of my business where they're like, you can always offer someone a discount. You get that Mm -hmm. right. Like you can always make a significant jump in your pricing. And then if someone's like, Oh, that's not my budget. You get to come forward and be like, Oh, I'd be happy to give you a thousand dollar discount and like 
that looks way more impressive than sending over like $3,000 and not giving a discount than like $4,000 and giving a discount. Like you always can. We're the boss. (laughs) Yeah. And like the way that looks for me in my business is I have room for two weddings every year that are locals who have a budget that doesn't fit with my pricing strategy. And they have to be people who like are practicing the ethics that are really important to me and have a connection. Like there's some parameters around it, but I always want to like have room for people who I really align with, with my work. Ooh, can we hear more about that? Cause I love this idea (laughs) of like having an ethics for your business and like having flexibility for clients that fit with us. Can you talk to us about like what that looks like? Yeah, I guess ethics is the best word are people who are really drawn to both the landscape, like the desert landscape specifically for me, and just a a real sense of like, this is not our land. And they're being really respectful of, yeah, of the land, I guess is the best way to put it in the people whose land this is. So that's like a really big value for me and people who really value sustainability and people who really value art, like all of those things together. So that's why I try to make room for those people in, in my pricing structure. I love that. Like, I love the idea of raising your prices to a state and like place of sustainability where you can take on mm-hmm. quote unquote lower budget projects that you're really passionate about. Yeah. Um, because I think that's like important for people to realize that like when you're charging what you're worth, you mm-hmm. then do have the flexibility to help people out again, quote unquote, help them out. But like, I think yeah. a lot of people get weird about raising their prices. Cause they're like, well, what if people I love can't afford me anymore? And yeah. I'm like, well, if you're earning what you want to earn, then you can give little, you know, you can have leeway sometimes on projects that like really align with you. Yeah, absolutely. And then also sometimes that means like you're the only expense they have. Like Mm -hmm. once they see your pricing, there's all kinds of ways that people can work with you. Mm, I love that. Could you talk to us about what marketing specifically like looks like for you? Because I think, again, I just am obsessed with the way that you show up on the online space. It's very intentional and quiet in a really amazing and purposeful way. And again, in a way where like, yeah, I, I only know what you look like because I've met you. Um, (laughs) and, um, when I met you, I remember being like, Oh my God, I had no idea. Haley Nord looks like that. Um, (laughs) but you're exactly what I thought you would be like so intentional and like well-spoken and like, Yeah. Anyway, so I would love to know what marketing looks like for you when right now we do exist, you know, in an online space that can be very demanding for a lot of people and like very draining sometimes. 100%. Well, this is such a big question. It's a big question. It's broad. We can can work from the top. (laughs) Yeah. So number one, I view marketing as an experiment. So I'm a huge believer in data, like get a spreadsheet or if you use HoneyBook, a lot of that's integrated and just try like a bunch of marketing systems. So for me, what that looked like was initially with my business, I was investing a ton of time into Instagram. And for me, because of all the reasons you're saying, like that didn't really feel good anymore. So I started investing in SEO. Mm -hmm. And now that's how 90% of people find me are from Google searches because my clients aren't local. Um, So for me, that feels really, really good. 
And that freed up this room for me to show up on Instagram as if I was just sharing the things I love and I'm passionate about with my friends, which then had the effect of like really closing in on like cold leads that came in from Google. Then they're coming to my Instagram and seeing that aspect. And that's like what seals the deal for them. So for me, having a really strategic SEO strategy and Pinterest strategy is what allows me to show up the way I do on Instagram or on TikTok. I love that. And I think too, I'm like that those two tools are perfect for people that are more introverted because they don't require like this constant showing up that platforms like Instagram and TikTok literally demand. Um, What has been like, obviously I don't expect you to give us a whole SEO lesson on a podcast (laughs) episode, but like, is that something that you learned yourself or did you take courses? Like, I think SEO is so intimidating for a lot of people. How did you learn that? Like, how did you start integrating that into your business? Well, I'm a huge believer in business coaches, especially when you approach it from a standpoint of identifying a really specific need in your business and then finding someone who's an expert in that. So working with people who I felt like they were where I wanted to be in that space. So I learned a lot that way, but I'm also the kind of person who like just loves to learn as like cheese ball as that sounds. No, I love that. Yeah. That's why we're entrepreneurs and artists. Like we just have a thirst for life, you know? So I've spent a lot of time learning and digging because all of that stuff is always changing. So a little bit of both for sure. Mm -hmm. No, I I love that. Do you have like a specific Instagram strategy or is it more like you just show up when feels good for you now because those other systems kind of run things for you? Yeah, 100% the second. And that was so key to me was realizing that marketing should feel fun. Because if Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel fun, your audience can feel that. So I'm not going to force myself to like post a reel every day. Like, there's times where I get really excited about sharing reels about my dog. So I'll do that every day for five days. And then I don't because it's not fun anymore. And I realize that's like a luxury and takes time to build that in your business. But SEO and blogging are really fun to me. So it never feels draining. And for me, like why have this job if it's just like constantly draining you just go get a nine to five, you know, big that. (laughs) So thank you for saying that because I think entrepreneurs need to hear it. It's like I kind of always talk about how like you didn't become your own boss to be like the worst boss you've ever had. And I think we all have followed that pipeline in the beginning of our business where like, yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. I used to work a nine to five and now I work like 24 seven. And that's mm-hmm. not very cute. Like, I don't love that. I remember yeah. like, I'm sure you did the same where it's like, I never had weekends off. I rarely saw anyone. All I did was work. So I love the yep. idea of pivoting <laughs> that or going back to having a normal job and having this be a hobby. <laughs> yeah. And that's totally fine too. I think that there's this idea that like, oh, I couldn't hack it or whatever it is, but I think preserving your passion for whatever, like, yeah, if you're a photographer, preserving that passion is of the utmost importance. And if that means that your business isn't a sustainable way to do that, cool. (laughs) That's okay, too. Yeah. Oh, no, I literally, um, do you know Chelsea Fabrizio? Did you ever meet her? No, I don't know. Mm -mm. Um, She doesn't do photography anymore. She's a friend of mine, um, and she was doing it full time when I first met her. 
several years ago. Um, and she was super good. And it wasn't like she failed or anything. She just one day was like, I just don't love hustling anymore. And I don't like love having to make photography my job anymore. And she like went back and got a corporate job and was like, I'm obsessed with it. Like I love having a corporate job now. Um, and obviously that's like a totally different path than what I thought we would talk about. But I, I think mm-hmm. it's there's something to be said about like being willing to pivot if it's not aligned for you anymore. And that doesn't mean you have yeah. to get a different job or get a corporate job, but almost like you switching into elopements from weddings, like being willing to be like, okay, even though this is something I thought I wanted, maybe it's not anymore. And that's okay. Yeah, 100%. I think we get myself included, like overly attached to an idea of ourselves and then have a hard time letting go of that. But that's life. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Like people change so much. I didn't think I would quit weddings until I was like in my late 40s and then (laughs) 24 hit and I was like, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, I think I want to do them anymore. And that was really, really weird. I'm sure you didn't like envision yourself shooting luxury high-end elopements which is so badass (laughs) yeah I didn't even know it was a thing (laughs) yeah no I'm like I wouldn't have done that five years ago when I started that that was even a possibility um what has been kind of like your favorite part of this pivot in your business like what do you feel like it's changed for you as a human that's such a good question and I have become so sappy because of this business like I (laughs) What I'm doing now shows me whatever craziness is going on in the world, which I do want to be tapped into. But at the same time, there's so much beauty in the way two people experience each other in a landscape and their sense of community and being able to be involved in that and to show them what that looks like is just incredibly rewarding. So I had no idea just like, how mushy and love I was going to be with the people I get to work with. I love that. And you also got married recently, right? Yeah. At the end of 2019 also. Oh my God. Skin in my teeth. Yeah. Amazing. Do you feel yeah. like that like changed your perspective on how you approach weddings? 100%. Yeah. I, first of all, never thought I was someone who would get married. I, always had a chip on my shoulder that the minute you became a quote wife that like that's how people perceived you and I never wanted to like be somebody's wife you know I wanted to be my own person and so being able to see how I could maintain that level of independence in a marriage gave me a lot of like all my couples are like that it's Mm -hmm. just these weird synchronicities that you start attracting people who like view the world in a similar way but um the planning experience for sure changed the advice I was giving my couples, but it also just changed my entire perspective on marriage. Mm. I love that. That's such a like beautiful new lens, literally, I guess, no pun intended, but like to view (laughs) that feels like something like a uncle Bob would say, but like a new lens to like your couples through is to like go through what they've been going through your entire career. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, I have a lot of gratitude for that experience. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Okay, so tell us like, what's next for you? Mm. Like, what do you kind of envision in this next chapter of your business? Or is there a next chapter that you foresee? Or are you just like enjoying things right now? Yeah, so it's kind of a, I guess my answer is a two part one with my business right now with elopements. I'm sh- really pivoting more into 
venues or like airbnbs that are private land um mm -hmm. anyone who shoots elopements is very aware of like what's going on with public lands and elopements right now so that's my big pivot that like my marketing strategy is focused on right now um i think it's just a smart move <laughs> to anticipate what's probably going to shift and what is shifting with the ability for people to get married in the wild so mm. that's that and Can then I ask what that yes. is i don't know a bunch about that because i've been yeah. out of weddings for like a year what is going on with that for anyone yeah. else that doesn't know well i feel like it's okay to say this but photographers are definitely not known for being the most respectful bunch <laughs> oh no i just think of albion yeah. basin every time 100 how we trash that in utah as a community yeah. and yeah 100%. So as the industry of quote adventure elopements, which I like don't think that's really what I do, but I think it encompasses this problem. Um, it's opening the outdoors to people that I don't think are being like good stewards of the land. And in response to that, the agencies that run public lands like the BLM or the Forest Service are really cracking down on what lands are even like accessible to things like that. The permit processes are getting more convoluted, like just a, a big bag of things like yeah, that. that makes and sense. I, yeah, I don't disagree with it, but it means something for our businesses for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you for explaining yeah. that. Cause I was like, <laughs> I don't know, but now that you say that, I'm like, yes, obviously that was becoming a really big problem kind of when yeah. I started dipping out. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second thing, I am in the process of launching a new business with my sister, Kirsten, oh my <laughs> which God. is so exciting. Yeah. Tell us all about so, it. Yeah. So I had been, and I'm sure you can relate to the struggle. I have been trying to hire a VA for literally years that I felt like I could stop being a control freak about and mm -hmm. was just running into like these consistent problems. And I decided to hire my sister and train them from the ground up how to do what I needed. And originally the thought process behind that was that they would acquire like good skills <laughs> to get a job or whatever but we ended up having so much fun working together and so much success with what they were doing for my business that we are launching a content management agency that's really focused on strategy so our offering right now is like seo field blog posts which will expand eventually but we just wrapped up our first month with our first batch of clients oh my god so, this is so yeah. exciting that is yeah. amazing so that has been really, really exciting and like a big piece of what I'm working on right now. That's amazing. I love that so much. I will have to personally shoot you an email because that is like the yeah. one service that we don't offer um, to like our VA add-ons. So we'll have to talk. So like, that's so exciting. Yeah, we'll have to chat. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you. That's such a like fun, not, I'm not going to say side business because that's just a business all on its own. So that's so exciting to have like another venture for you guys to do and do yeah. together. That's so fun with your sister. Yeah, absolutely. It's been so good. Like you're saying, I feel like my business has been like, it's in a good place. So, you know, it's hard for us to rest. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm like, at this point, I feel like I will be starting businesses until I die just because it's so Pretty fun much. at this point. Yeah. I was yeah. talking the other day about a coffee shop and my friends were like, you need to chill. That's, yeah you can do that when you're 40 <laughs> right I know it's just every day like something pops up but this one felt really really right so I love that and that'll be yeah. like such an incredible thing to take off creatives plates because I know absolutely like I said, SEO is so stressful um yeah. 
Well, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much for coming on and like sharing your story and sharing your tips and your tricks and your knowledge. Can you tell us all where to find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find me um, anywhere. Just my name, Haley Nord. That's me on Instagram and my website's HaleyNordPhotography.com. And then our new venture is called Whiskey Goat. (laughs) So love. Yes, there's a whole story we'll be sharing with that. But yeah, just at Whiskey Goat is our Instagram handle. Perfect. Okay. Well, we'll link everything for that for you guys in the show notes. And thank you so much again, Haley, for coming on. It's been amazing to have you. Thank you for having me. I admire so much what you're doing in this space. It's such a gift for people. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you. That means so much to me. So thank you. I am like praying, even though my area that I live in is quite literally the antithesis of where you usually are. (laughs) One day you'll come to New York. And if you do, please let me know. Yeah. the polar opposite of the Utah desert. So yeah, love a city. Thank yeah, you, we love a city. Thank you, Haley. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.